how to end unemployment and debt. The Locavorian strategy. The interesting thing is that we go about tackling unemployment the conventional way by thinking unemployment is something we need to eliminate. This is about as rational as looking at um, the mess in our bedrooms as something that we need to find a solution to and that we're looking at this mess and we pick up some of the clothes and we we put away some of the things and the large part of the mess remains and the mess never actually goes away because we get rid of some of it, but more mess comes about. And we're totally dumbfounded at the perplexity of the problem. And we go around in a total frustrated, confused frame of mind, railing at the fates of why this mess can't be eliminated. But we're failing to notice we're the ones that is creating it. It's not um, a natural event. It's not a natural occurring phenomenon. We're, we, we create unemployment. It's it's a man-made phenomenon. There's nothing mysterious about unemployment and there's nothing mysterious about debt or pollution or taxation or any social problem that you can think of. We are creating it. And it's not a matter of stopping gun violence. It's a matter of not creating gun violence. And in this we're not saying society is to blame or government regulations are to blame or poverty is to blame. The people doing these things aren't victims and somebody else isn't the oppressor because the society is a commonality it's us there's not a thing called society there's only us and we are the society and we're each doing our little bit good or bad and this is where Locavore's say we need to be accountable. If we're not accountable for what we're doing, we can't expect 
everybody else to pick up our our mess as it were so ending unemployment um, because we're going to talk specifically about this to keep the discussion simple is simply a matter of not making it a good idea for anyone to create it now let's look at something simple like an island with a hundred people on it to make the issue clear um, a hundred people on an island are all going to work that's something doing something because nobody is going to forever take care of somebody else who's able to work we're not going to deal with children or cripples or whatever this is an island with able-bodied people let's keep it simple so we have an island of able-bodied people and everybody's gonna work everybody has to work because everybody is consuming resources and in that sense society is a zero-sum game if we are all consuming we all need to be producing and if not and if everyone isn't producing then there's some that are going to lose comparative to what others are gaining because they're not producing what they're consuming so this is pretty simple but what if two people own the island and they're producing um, goods X Y and Z and they're selling it but um, let's say a quarter of the island um, for whatever reason has been left out of the um, capitalist configuration so these people don't have jobs and um, because they don't have jobs they're not making an income and because they're not making an income they aren't creating a demand for goods X Y and Z so the um, capitalists are calculating do we hire these people and give them jobs so that they can buy more product but if they do isn't the wages going to have to go up because the labor is going to say well I'm not going to work for you I'm going to go work for the other guy because he wants to create more X Y and Z products for for the island and the um, laborers then can uh, play off one capitalist to the other so if they have a pool of the unemployed if anybody comes and says well you know I'm gonna quit I'm gonna go get another job the employer can say well go ahead I can replace you 
and the other um, boss, the other employer can say, well, we don't need you. Uh, we got a, a line of applicants that's, that's ahead of you, so you're going to have to go on unemployment. And that's a simple, in a very simple explanation, basically what the problem is. But what if we went back to the hundred people and they own the island? This is a think of this as a political jurisdiction or a community. The hundred people are labor and members of the community, members of the political configuration. They are the political citizens and they own their jurisdiction. So let's say the two employers have been per bought out or whatever so that we can understand the transformation and we still have a quarter of the island unemployed now what is going to be the major concern of the three quarters of the island that are working aren't they going to be immediately focused on getting this 25% of the unemployed working at something, anything? The desire to have unemployed has suddenly vanished completely. There's absolutely no desire to have anybody not working. And it's that simple change from having labor low with low value because it's the values created by a few capitalists to labor having the highest value to having an absolute value as such because the labor owns the political jurisdiction and this is the configuration that locavores united is working to produce to bring about The question we're now asking is, if everyone is working, who is borrowing? At any given time in an economy with full employment, 50% of the value in that economy will be in the form of credits people will be supplying goods and services. Not necessarily 50% of the people, but 50% of the value will be in the form of credits of a supply. At the same time, 50% of the value is going to be in debits. 50% of the value will be people receiving value so the debits and the credits will effectively balance out. And what this means is that if you're supplying credits, someone is receiving credits. So that balance is always going to be there. It, it can't possibly not 
be 50-50 because you can't be supplying value without someone receiving value. So the only question is, do we call these debits debt? When I receive a coffee, am I in debt? If not, then a locavore, uh, an economy created by locavores and in uh, being a free market doesn't have debt. If you want to call being in a debit situation a debt, that is your particular form of communication or the way you're where you have chosen to communicate. But if de debits are simply of process or a condition of receiving value, then there is no debt. The only other issue we need to resolve is do I continuously absorb credits? Do I continually go on the take? This isn't, this is technically impossible because um, no one is going to keep giving without seeing me as a possible source of getting. So I am as going to be under as much pressure to give as I am to get. So the debt doesn't exist. The debits one has may be higher or lower at different times, but it's not um, a proper form of communication to confuse debits with debt in a way that this world has or understands debt. Debt is um, money, is, is currency owed to somebody else on which interest is payable. It's the currency that is owed, not value. It's a different difference. And there's a real distinction there. We don't owe money. We don't owe currency. I don't borrow um, 50 units of currency fiat debt to obtain a supply of something. I get the supply as a debit on my account. So it's, it's, there's a dis difference. So a locavore or a free market does not have any debt. And just to shut this off, because the locavore does not use fiat currency, the fiat currency that we have that's in circulation is used to pay off member debt.
So debt is the existing debt is liquidated and no new debt is created. It's all a matter of 50% of the transactions being a credit and 50% of the value of the economy is being debits and the flow always goes both ways and it's always balanced out. Debits always cancel credits and this is whether you're talking about the free market or an individual case.